0: This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant, an insurance claims expert witness, an author and producer of these videos. Today, rather than talk about the technicalities of the law, I thought it would be useful to speak about f- some fiction based upon reality. In other words, a true crime story where the names of the perpetrators and victims have been changed to protect the guilty as well as the innocent. This story from my book, Heads I Win Tales You Lose, is called Don't Sweat the Small Fraud. The claimant wore plastic-framed eyeglasses with thick lenses. He literally fell into a life of insurance, crime, and fraud. One day, while he was walking past a fine restaurant, he fell and broke the frames of his glasses. The manager saw him fall. She rushed out, helped him to his feet, and checked his physical condition. He thought he was uninjured, but the frames of his glasses had broken at the bridge. The restaurant manager, fearful of a lawsuit, offered him lunch on the house and asked the cost of the frames. When he told her $80, she went to the register and brought him four crisp $20 bills. The claimant could not believe his good fortune. It was so easy. From that day on, he made a good living from many small frauds. His method was simple and unique at the time. No particular individual was severely harmed by his fraud. Wherever he went, he carried with him the broken pair of eyeglasses. He would walk into a restaurant in an area far from where he lived, he would hold his broken glasses in one hand and walk up to the cashier squinting. He would say, I tripped over your carpet, fell and broke the frames of my glasses. They cost $80. One of two things would always happen. A manager of the restaurant would take four dollars bills out of the cash register, apologize, buy the claimant lunch, and send him on his way, or two the manager would take a formal report for the restaurant's insurance company. In either event, the claimant would profess he only wanted replacement of his glasses. He told the manager or the adjuster for the restaurant's insurance company that he would forget any possible personal injuries he may have suffered. If they did not pay him on the spot, an insurance adjuster would issue a check instantly. No adjuster would take a chance on a lawsuit if he could settle a claim for $80. The claimant would stop and collect his 80 in 5 to 7 restaurants a day. He would seldom buy a meal. He would also, on a small portable typewriter, write letters to various restaurants and other businesses whose names and addresses he got from the telephone book. He would write simply, Quote, I tripped and fell in your lobby and broke the frames of my glasses. Enclosed is the bill from my eye doctor for the replacement. Please send me your check for $80. He would send out 20 such letters a day to businesses at random. At least five would merely send him an $80 check in the return mail. With his earnings, all of which were tax-free, the claimant, bought a three-bedroom condominium on the west side of town. He furnished the condo with fine furniture, original art, and a few antiques. Soon he was driving a new Tesla all-electric Roadster. He eventually bought a word processor. He used it with a mailing list he purchased from a credit card company of all its vendors to send out mass mailings of his $80 demand. On good days he would receive ten to twenty eighty dollar checks from various businesses. He quickly used up all the businesses in his community, sold the condominium, and bought a motor home. He moved from city to city, staying in no location more than sixty days. He would still be doing this multiple fraud if he had learned to spell. His letters always misspelled the word frames as Frams, F-R-A-M-S. This misspelling let a certain amount of credibility to the claims he was presenting. However, one bright adjuster about to write his fifth check for broken glasses Frams remembered that the four other claimants that he had paid with different names misspelled frames the same way. He refused to pay. He reported the scheme to the local police and the Insurance Fraud Bureau of the state. Neither showed any interest in such a petty theft. They refused to prosecute. They even refused to investigate to determine whether they should prosecute. The reported fraud was just too small to expend the effort and funds to investigate. The claimant left that city quickly. Unfortunately, the claimant's Achilles heel cut into his profits. The adjuster spread the word to all the adjusters he knew, put out an alert on LinkedIn and several insurance and investigation discussion groups to watch out for the broken frams. The claimant's cash flow from insurers dwindled. Somewhere in North Dakota or Kansas, the claimant is still making a healthy living by reporting to honest business people that he has broken the frames on his glasses. $80 seems a small amount to avoid a lawsuit. The claimant, however, with multiple $80 claims would average in the two months He would limit himself to any community $2,500 a day. His collections were either in person or by mail. He almost never bought a meal. He was small stuff and no one wanted to bother him. Yet he stole in his own small way more than $600,000 a year. He took long vacations from his job. He stayed in the best resorts. He lived the good life because an $80 fraud is just too small to bother businesses, insurers, police, and fraud investigators. And that lesson should be learned by all insurance companies and that is that there is no such thing as a small loss. This story is one of more than 80 in my book, Heads I Win, Tails You Lose, available uh, as a Kindle book or as a paperback from Amazon.com and can also be found on my website by clicking on the link to the Insurance Claims Library. Where you can find this book, And other books I have written that will help anyone interested in insurance, insurance claims, or insurance claims handling of the law, dealing with insurance and insurance claims.